Hey, Christine. Hi, Gia. So when I say this phrase, I want you to tell me what just comes to your mind. You ready? You ready? You ready? Yeah. Okay. The phrase is musical theater. That's a good one. There it is. There it is. Yeah. (laughs) Perfectionism. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Being thin. Mm -hmm. Being no boobs. Ingenue with no boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Men that are gay playing straight. Oh. All the time. (laughs) Ooh. Deep. Honestly, my rant for musical theater is conformity. Uh It's conformity. It's I'm changing myself to be this part, to be what you want. What does the director want? What do you want? And then that led to some mental health issues. Well, I already had them, but it didn't help. So when I think of musical theater, the major I had in college, Uh the only thing I was trained to do, (laughs) the only thing I was trained to do, I think of, bitch, get me the fuck out of here and get me to Gia and Christine, to two girls, two fat girls, (laughs) one mic. Welcome to Two Fat Girls, One Microphone, everybody. (laughs) Uh, I'm Gia and I'm a fat girl. And I'm Christine and I'm reluctantly fat. But we're getting and her there. We're get, we're getting there. Yeah. We're all getting comfortable with the word. <laughs> it's three uh, letters. It's three letters. It's Christine. only three letters. It's literally three letters. And it, it's so funny. Isn't it so funny when you think about musical theater? Like, I feel like I said this in our last episode, but you know the only like character breakdowns where the actor has to be fat is when like well, actually, the only character breakdowns when, like, a body type is mentioned at all is when they have to be fat. And, like, that's exactly. so interesting. Like, if you think about Belle in Beauty and the Beast or Christine in Phantom or Elphaba in Wicked, um, none of them in any of those character descriptions does it say anything about their bodies. But Tracy Turnblad, right front and center, a plus-size teen with a spunk and bullshit um but you know that's spunking bullshit yeah um and yeah and like even i mean tracy's the only one that's coming to my mind right now there's a couple others but every every other character breakdown in musical theater where they even mention a body type it's only when they have to be fat and never that they have to be thin but somehow thin has become the default and i just find that very interesting i can't even think of any roles from my history of roles that I've auditioned for that was somebody that was not supposed to be thin because everyone it doesn't any don't doesn't everyone know that we're all supposed to be thin (laughs) don't you know and when you're at college and you're binge drinking till 4 a.m and eating other shit trash you're still gonna maintain that girlish figure okay you definitely are (laughs) Now, I also, I went, for people listening, our friends, um, I also went to school. I went to school for performing arts with a minor in vocal music. So that was like essentially the musical theater track. Um, So I didn't, but I did go to a performing arts high school 
for musical theater. And the performing arts high school was kind of fashioned to be modeled off of these musical theater conservatory programs, right? So I got like a double whammy. I had like a double-edged sword. Um, So it started pretty early for me, right? Where I was like, oh, now I loved my high school and like, you know, wouldn't take it back, wouldn't take back the gay man that I was in love with for all four years. He was my homecoming date and my prom date because he was the best dancer. And I loved him. And then, you know, oh, well. But, but um, yeah, I when I think musical theater, I just think of trauma. Oh, <laughs> that, my That's guess. where my brain went. Um, because, what? I was just going to say what's funny is that it's trauma. But before the trauma, I was felt like I was, like, being myself in theater. Before mm-hmm. the trauma part started. Mm-hmm. Well, and you are. And it's like, oh, you're so wonderful. But, but what do I, something I'm told all the time, because I'm still, you know, I'm still chipping away at it. Yes. Of of the acting dream of the, you know, it's not my main focus anymore. I mean, it is my main focus, but I've learned something they don't tell you in musical theater school. You can have more than one main focus. Um, in musical theater school, they're like, if you can picture yourself doing anything else, go do that. And that's actually well, really fucking stupid. And actors should be able to do multiple things. But <laughs> oh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, okay. Well, oh, it went away. Continue. Okay. Well, we're talking about theater and body image. If you didn't figure that out already, because we both majored in musical theater, I went and me. Fun fact: me and Gia actually went to the same school for different. Yeah, things at I, different times. I always forget, Christine. I I'm never going to forget because it's like crazy I, to me. I'm always like, fuck, that's right. Christine went to SCAD. I mean, it was years apart. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say the school's name. Okay. I we went to it. SCAD. Okay. I went for my master's and I graduated in 2009. So. And I went for what undergrad. Time did you even get there? I yeah. got there. I graduated in 2016. So I got <laughs> there in 2012. So you, awesome. I missed you entirely. Um, but still was traumatized by the same teachers as you, probably some of them. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, the scab bees. And if you say it fast enough, it sounds like scabies. Anywho. Yes. Um, but yeah, well, no, that I always forget that, that we have that other shared, shared trait a among us. Weird thing that we have in common. And I guess if you, if your, your thought didn't come back. No, it didn't. Okay. It didn't. Just move past it. Okay, then I'm going to go. I just want to, I kind of want to just start with a little fun story mm-hmm. about high school okay, theater. Okay, go for it. Yeah, I guess and, I feel like, well, tell me your story and then I have a question for you. Are you sure? Okay. You want, yeah. Okay. So the story is that, you know, I was in 10th grade. Let's. Ninth and tenth grade in the theater drama club at my high school because I went to a public school and I just did the drama club and chorus and all that. And another fun fact is I didn't know I could sing till ninth grade when I auditioned for a musical. I thought I could sing, but I didn't know people knew I could sing. So that happened. But two memories that really didn't help me start off on the right foot into theater was that my director and other people and this isn't even about like being a size size. It's about my chest. Mm-hmm. And 
for the first costume parade I ever had in high school is for Little Shop of Horrors. And I was like literally a nurse. I was a nur- the nurse for Dr. Oren Scrivelli. What is this? I forgot the last name. Uh, Oren. The dentist. Yeah. Oren. Okay. And then I was just in the background. I was like ninth grade. So we do a costume parade and everyone just notices my posture because my boobs are big. It's like, so then they talk about it and then I'm like, weird, right? Then the next year for the musical, we did South Pacific and I was another chorus member because my high school director didn't like me for some reason. So he just always put me in the ensemble. So um, basically... I was a nurse in that too. And we had to do this scene where like we run past the sailors and the whole joke is like the boobs bouncing. Mm-hmm. So of course, like I was the one that everyone was like doing that stare at that like, Ooh, mm-hmm. I mean, we all were, but like, you know, they made it extra for me and it was very annoying so like bef- like I always thought I was like the fat uh, fat one and the chunky one and the chubby one, but then the and, and I had my boobs grew in seventh grade, but then like going and like having it pointed out by like in the, the- in theater, <laughs> mm-hmm. that wasn't fun. So that's like the first annoying body thing that happened to me in theater. That wasn't about like lose weight. It was just like about something I couldn't fix. That like people, it was my body. <laughs> <laughs> my body and people were commenting on it and judging and it in real time. A child, you were a child, a minor. <laughs> yes, fifteen and sixteen. It, again, it's it's that thing again of how misogyny and fat phobia walk hand in hand, right? Yes, it's it's, so, it's we learn it from a young age that these things walk hand in hand, and boys learn it from a young age. Yes. Um. Oh yeah, I have some. That was going to be my question for you, Christine. Was like, when was the first? time you remember like your weight being a factor in wanting to do theater well that was the first comment on the body but the weight comment on the body was when I was at my third year of school I went to a two-year school first for musical theater and then I went and finished at a four-year school in Florida in 2003 the height of skinniness and heroin chic and um Britney Spears toxic came out um so when I went there, that's when uh, the professor, the fem- the only female professor, she was the one that was like putting her shit on all of us. It and do be like, happening that way. Guys have to lose weight. All you ladies have to lose weight. Have to lose weight. We were already like, we, and all of us were so like, you know, fucked up from that. We all. I, I went to the therapist at school and she's like, I'm seeing like all of you guys. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. I'm seeing like your whole <laughs> department mm-hmm. of, of women, <laughs> of female students. I'm seeing all of you because you all were told this by the professor that was told it when she was in school. And it's like, and I, and I actually get, that's the one time I actually gained weight that semester. So it was like, <laughs> I was a transfer student. I was doing, I got into some shows. I got into things, but like with that came the, well, just make sure you're watching your way, everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's like the, the first time it was like kind of said directly was at that place. 
and that like my third year of college? When I was in college, the thing that like will stick out in my head forever was I took this class and it was like auditioning for film and TV. And it was actually a very informative class because it was all about learning your type, right? Yep. And what I learned about my type and what was told to me essentially was you're going to have to gain weight or lose weight to work in this industry. That I'm like this because I remember I our final project in the class was you had to cast yourself in a TV drama, a TV comedy, a film drama, a film comedy. Like you had to cast yourself in three of each. And because I was stupid and I was like, oh, I would be, it was, I was talking about the show Girls. And I said, oh, well, I'd be Lydalina Dunham character, right? Because, because I'm fat. Like that was literally my yes. mindset. And then my teacher said, no, Gia, you're Shoshana in Girls. She was like, you're Shoshana. So she was actually very helpful. It, it was wild having her as a teacher because she told me that I fit in all these different roles and then just dug the knife in and said, but you're going to have to gain weight or lose weight to work because your type opposes your body, essentially. Um, and I just was like, well, that's really dumb. Like, why does Shoshana and girls have to be thin anyways? Like, you could, she's just an anxious little thing. You could make her an anxious little fat thing. I promise I'm anxious too. <laughs> like, um, and it's just, I feel like something that's really, again, you kind of touched on it, like the internalized fat phobia in especially theater school runs rampant because a lot of the times your teachers are, you know, those that can't do teach. So like, there's already a bitterness in your teachers. And then there's just this attitude of like, and a very small scope of what they believe exists. And then you get out in the world and you're like, wait, everything you said was just not based in any type of fact whatsoever. Um, but it makes me so sad because I had teachers I loved in college that like I, there was never a role in college that like I feel like I wasn't typed into. Cause even when I did Shakespeare, I did Shakespeare in college and I loved it. But every single time it was a maid or it was like a funny, like a clown character. Mm -hmm. Um, it was never, I remember like we did a Midsummer Night's Dream and I didn't even get called back for either of the, the lovers. Um, but I was a fairy. I was Peace Blossom and it was great. Um, but one of my favorite teachers ever. And, but I knew, I knew why, because they wanted very, they wanted to meet certain aesthetics for the show of what they thought these tropes were. Um, but would tell me how much she loved me, tell me how talented I was. Like I was in a lot of those Shakespeare shows in college and it was some of the best, like I've, the most I've learned ever. Um, but it was like, how do I have a conversation with someone I revere and respect about what's the real reason you, you won't even consider me. And my senior year, they did, they straight up offered me the maid. 
Now, oh. <laughs> you're going to say something no, else. <laughs> no, it was very nice, but it was it was my fourth year. It was my senior year, and I had done all the other Shakespeare shows, and they. I also music directed them, and so they knew I like I knew I was going to be in it because I knew I was going to be music directing it. So they pulled me in the room, and it was two gentlemen of Verona, and they were like, "We'd like you to play Lucetta, who's the maid." And I, of course, I was like, obviously young and like honored to be like, oh, yeah, like I didn't even have to audition offer only. ooh. But still, it was interesting because I never and I still never did. Like maybe if they listen to this podcast one day, they'll know my true thoughts on it. But mm-hmm. it's like I, I never was able to like I always thought, like, how do you even have that conversation? It's easier to have that conversation with people that you don't like, I guess. <laughs> Yes. But with people you do like who genuinely it is so ingrained in them that they don't even realize they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They don't even realize that that's why they're not considering, you know, my like, and I remember when I was in high school, I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. I have like 10,000 stories I could tell. But when I was in high school, I remember um, I got to play the mom in Bat Boy the Musical, which is fierce as fuck, okay? And I, I was, I deserved that role and I, I loved that role dearly, even though it was the mom. Like, that was that was the main bitch role in the show. Mm-hmm. But I remember my acting teacher in high school, who when I think back, at the time, he was like 25, crazy. He was teaching high schoolers. Now when I think about it, I'm like, bless you, bro. Like you were just fucking figuring it out. But we had um, what's called counseling in high school. And it's when they like bring you in and like give you notes and ask you, you know, how's everything going? Like things you're doing well, things you could work on. And it was after like we had finished Bat Boy and he was just like, your performance in that was just so incredible. Like, and I remember he goes, where did that come from? And I said, well, it's always been here. Like y'all just never gave me the opportunity to show it. Yep. And it was just, that always sticks in my head because still to this day, I am told, wow, what do I do with you? What do I do with you? Because I mean, I had a, when I did, um, Chris, Christine and I have the same voice teacher. Um, and she had a, like a studio class for people to just come sing and whatever. Um, and another fat person in the studio cast class said to me afterwards, gee, you're so talented, but like, what do I do with you? What do I do with you? Ugh, and worst. I was just like, I was just like, whatever you want, my guy. Like, mm. but it's really crazy. It's a crazy rabbit hole when you think about it, because I'm of the firm belief that until we address fat phobia in society and start to do the work to dismantle it, we don't have a shot in hell of dismantling it in theater. Yeah. And that's the sad (laughs) thing. And that's the thing is that these casting directors, these producers, these people making these decisions, you know, these high school, college theater people, because they haven't done that work on themselves, on their person and just how they exist in the world well, yeah, it's going to affect their decision-making and their job. And they're not even going to know it. So it's not malice. And how do you, again, how do you start to have those conversations with them to where they won't get defensive? And 
be like, but that is why you're making that decision. Like you're not seeing fat girls in these roles because you grew up with Disney movies where everyone was this big and anatomically inaccurate. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. And also it's like when you're in theater and these things are happening to you, it's like normal, <laughs> normal people just, they just don't, it's like, it's like body image getting fucked up in real time while you're doing something you love. It's mm -hmm. just a very like uh, weird environment to be in when you're not like what they want, what they can do something with. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very weird environment when you're on the cusp because I like how you're in like a middle of like, oh, you have to gain or lose. And yeah. I was the reason I was, you know, was always losing, trying to lose weight was because same for me. It's like I wasn't big enough to be any of those parts, but I wasn't small enough to be. But what ended up for me is I kept I was pro prostitutes all the time. That's what Same. that's yeah, that's what I was always like a prostitute, a hooker, something like the whore. I have played every whore in Les Mis, except for whore number five. <laughs> I've been whore one through four, bitch. Whore one through four. And I, I like being whore number four. She's the more fun one. Um, but <laughs> make money in your sleep. That's what she says. I want <laughs> I wanted to say too that there was a professor that we both had. I'm not going to say their name. That's and I'm okay. I'm wondering if they ever said this because they said this to us back when I was there. <laughs> and it was like, you can only have alcohol, coffee, or was it dessert? Do you know what I'm talking about? You can't this have all three. This was never said to me, no. Okay. It was like, you, you can't have all three of these things. You can only have one or two, but you can't have all three. And it Jesus was, it Christ. Was, I remember the two of the three, which was alcohol and um i forgot the other thing coffee caffeine and then the third one was like dessert or something stupid like that but i was like i was very when i was there i was very i was in a size 6 body and then i lost even more weight when i couldn't eat cuz i was so stressed out doing my thesis mm -hmm. um so i was like anatomically correct for them at the time but I was still the chunky one. Yeah. You know, I was like a chubby size six. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, so her saying that, I mean, them saying that. <laughs> Ooh. Oopsies. Um, <laughs> them saying that. See, it, I was like, between two professors in my head, so you're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> them saying that, it was like, ew, I should do, oh, I should try to follow that, you know, because I was still mm -hmm. very much in that mindset of like, wanting to be perfect and thin and get parts. And honestly, I think that part of the reason I didn't want to go into it was because I couldn't go into it because I couldn't mentally handle mm -hmm. outside of school that, that world. It was just too intense for me. Like the comparison, yeah. the comparison at auditions. I just, I've only gone to a few auditions and I just, I, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and again, I guess I've never, I've never had that, but going to auditions, I guess what's been hard for me going to auditions and usually, cause I mean in college, like, because, because I went to like, my program wasn't necessarily musical theater. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, okay, well, I will make myself known as the singer, right? Yes, because I felt like I felt like you know, it's like okay, I'll fill in the big girl belter trope, Mm -hmm. and you know, but. It, like that that's kind of what I was like, well, you can say whatever you want about me, but I'm the only one who can sing this. And like, you know, you can't, you can't shame me out of thinking I'm not talented in singing. Um, but what's interesting is like, I guess I'm trying to think of that, like what they told me when I was in college, because they never said anything directly to me. But I remember when I was in showcase, we were all set, sat down and we had two showcases. We had a musical theater showcase and we had a film and TV showcase. And we were all sat down and told, you should get your body ready for just how you want it to be seen. And that was kind of, you know. Well, that's what was said to me from day one, which is why I was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, yeah, it was just like. It's so funny to me because so many of these stories we tell, right? So much of this, all of this theater, of the shows and movies we watch are about the like concept of like love at first sight or loving someone, like getting to know someone and falling in love with them for that. Like, and we're so narrow minded in how we tell those stories. And I'm just kind of like, but why? But why? And it's really, yeah, it's hard because you can't. If I were to go up to like all the old theater directors I've had and be like, you didn't cast me in that because I was fat, they would look at me and be like, that's not true. No, that's not true. But it is. It is. It is. And definitely it, it is. You, you, feel, you feel like a crazy person because you don't know how to explain their own internalized fat phobia to exactly. them. Exactly. And that you're yes. not given the same opportunities. Like when I walk in a room, I just, it's funny, I just had a, um, a TikTok about this because I made a TikTok recently about how <laughs> how I'm just so uninterested in musical theater right now because <laughs> and I said if there's not a fat person in the cast I'm genuinely not interested like I don't care there's probably I'm trying to count in my head like maybe like four or five shows on Broadway right now that have like a fat person in the cast and I was just like, I'm so, I'm to the point where I am uninterested. I do not want to give my money to something that doesn't see my body as a body that exists in the world. Um, and someone commented about cruise ships um, because I said something too. I was like, yeah, you know, if your little concert at 54 Below doesn't have a fat person in it, I, I, I'm not interested. I don't care. Sorry. I'm going to go spend my $25 minimum somewhere else. Um, I was like, I want the fat A's. Give me the fat A's. Um, but someone comes about cruise ships and they're like, yeah, they'll cast like one fat girl to belt. And every time I've gone in for a cruise ship audition, even cruise ships that do hairspray, that do grease, like the way I actively watch men shut down at the table the second I walk in stop is insane I remember one of my first auditions was for a cruise ship that was doing Greece and so I was auditioning for Jan the fat girl but the issue with cruise ships is that they have other shows right so they have their musical but they also have their like pop review show 
So they would rather put skinny girls in fat suits so they could be in the pop review show than actually cast fat women. Ugh, and so it's it's like I walked in, I sang fucking It's Raining at Prom Night. I sang a Jan song. I got cut off within like 15 seconds. I was told, thank you so much. And, and, and I left. And then I recently went in, I got, and this was interesting because this was the story I told on TikTok. So I had a self-tape. My agent submitted me for a self-tape for this cruise line. They called me back based on the self-tape, which is only, you know, here up. Amazing. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, they're calling me back. I walk in. Nothing. Now, what's interesting, what's interesting with this is that they did ask a curvy girl to stay and dance. But she was like the more... Like she was like a Jessica Rabbit kind of build, right? She was probably like five eight, not a whole lot of tit, a lot of hips. Like she had that hourglass. She was beautiful. But what I found interest, what I find really interesting in musical theater, in theater, is that like there's only like one type of like curvy that's accepted. Like we can't imagine that there are different ways to put fat on bodies. Yeah, that fat can be distributed on bodies in a myriad of different ways. Um, and it's like you can have big a big ass or big tits. You can't have both. You have to have, and if you're gonna have a big ass, you have to have a tiny waist. And it's just like you have to fit in these parameters as a fat person. So in that cruise ship audition, I was like, oh, so they want they just, you know, they only want a certain type of fat girl. And They'll never – do I think they even realize that? No. Like, do I think they realize that they're making these judgments? Oh, I think it's like open discrimination. To a degree, but but yeah. <laughs> I think if certain – like, there's a level to it, right? I, I think, like, they're only – They will never only entertain – but this is what the this is why it's so messed up is because it, it I know I know is There's open a lot. discrimination. It, uh-huh. It's like it's like we don't really want you here unless you're a black woman that's fat. Yeah, so you can sing the solo in Rent or what? I mean, I'm old school over here. I don't know any like new shit, but you know oh, what I mean? It it's like there it goes. The systems of oppression walking hand in hand well, again. This it's is like, what I'm exactly. Yeah. So it's like it, it's like that thing where you're like, we'll consider you, but. Are you also this? Maybe mm-hmm. we'll consider you, but like, it's the same thing with like how your how your fat falls. It's the same thing as how mm-hmm. the shape is, and which which in modeling too. When I'm looking for clothes, I get very frustrated seeing like the plus size models that are like flat stomach. Dude, I get so I like I can't picture this on me. So I sorry to bring in a different topic, but like you know what I, I have mean? a story like, about this. Okay. It's not theater related, but I worked um, I worked a retail retail job, and again I'm like so you know for a frame of reference I'm five two, I have tiggle bitties and a, a belly and like I, my butt could be better. She could be more appley. Okay, she's she's not great, but my point is I have short legs, and I was working a retail job. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. 
I was working at Madewell and they had just launched their plus line. Um, And so my manager asked me if I would try them on, if I would try on the jeans, the plus jeans that they had just gotten in so that they could like know how to sell them better. Like her intentions were entirely pure. And I said, I was like, they're not going to fit me. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, I can tell you right now because my legs are short, my I'm going to look like I have no knees in those jeans. And they may fit my waist, but that's where it's going to stop. And she's like, oh, just try them. And then I put them on and exactly what I said happened because they had only released like this one line of jeans for all the curvy people, for all plus size people. And I was like, okay, but plus size people are plus size in, in different ways. Like, and also... I have tiny legs, so I need a plus petite. Like, and it was just interesting that it's like, you're not like, you need to put some energy into this, that not all fat people are the same, you know? And she was actually extremely receptive. It was like a light bulb went off in her head, but it's just kind of that thing. And it goes back to kind of what we said in our first episode of like being the right kind of fatty, being the good fatty, like, and to me, I think like the right kind of fatty is five seven and has that lovely hourglass shape mm-hmm. and maybe possibly has a slight amount of fat on her stomach. But people would but prefer. like nothing intense. Yeah. Nothing to, mm-hmm. nothing too not, crazy. Not like don't, real rolls. Don't be jiggling or nothing. Don't do that. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it's so, yeah. Something that was also told to me to to get us back on the theater track, mm-hmm. um, the musical theater track. One time I was told by a friend of mine who is no longer a friend of mine, because um, this is just something, you know, again, I told you, I can go on and on about this subject yeah. forever. So I was talking about it with a friend of mine. And I was just talking about, you know, fat phobia in the theater industry and just like, I think we were talking about Wicked at the time because I have a lovely pun that's like, Alphaba would literally defy gravity more if she were fat because of science. Get it? <laughs> yes. But um, um <laughs> but so we're talking about it. And then out of the blue, she just goes, We need to work on your confidence. And I was just like, No, no, that's not it. <laughs> but it's just like fat people addressing that they are fat and that they face discrimination automatically it means that means they're not confident and i found that so telling um because then there was i don't know if you ever saw this do you watch love is blind yes did you see when vanessa lachey was asked why they'd never had plus size contestants i did i don't remember this and she said they're just not confident essentially i'm paraphrasing but she said, like, more than that. But essentially, you're just it was not like, confident in casting them. Well, no. The th- what I want to say is just because you wouldn't be confident if you were fat doesn't mean yes. that all fat people aren't confident. And that's the thing. And that's where the fat that's, folks, like, that, yes. That's where the phobia part of fat phobia comes in, right? Yes. Is you are so afraid to look like me that you think we're all afraid to look like we do. And we don't like some of us don't want to change. Some of us like ourselves. And just because you, you need to just own that. You don't understand that as a concept. Like and just that you've been sold a raw fucking deal, bitches. Like 
None of That's it's true. Well, it's made up. Uh, it's all made up. Let it's people live. All a lie. Everything's made up, and the points don't matter. <laughs> Eat the cheese. Um, that should be on a shirt. <laughs> I had a conversation with my father quite recently where he told me how bad cheese was for me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, well, I'm going to still eat it. So I said. I love when people like to tell fat people about things that are bad for them while they do things that are bad for them. Or like congratulating, about it. yeah. Or like congratulating <laughs> fat people for going to the gym. Like that's the worst. That's the worst one. I had a friend right. of mine. He like texted me the other day, and he was so mad because he he started doing like a new workout class because he's living back home right now, and so of course he's new in this workout class because he just fucking moved there, right? And he said this lady came up to him after class and was just like, "I just want to congratulate you for sticking to it." Oh, that is the worst. And he like texted me when he got to his car and he was like, this is like, don't like, no, but it's just all these things that are so, it makes me sad because I feel like I have so many friends and colleagues from college, like from my theater program that just still not from mine, but just who went to theater programs in general and they still aren't out of it. And I don't know if they'll ever they're not it's hard it's hard we mm-hmm. acknowledge but see this is where this is where i feel like the time period that i was in was so fat phobic mm-hmm. that in my head if i didn't get to a certain size there'd be no point in me trying to pursue a career mm-hmm. and that's crazy right but it's also like re- like i really thought that so I wasted a lot of my time because I never was going to, you can't be perfect. You th- like, that's kind of the thing. It's like, when I get to this weight, then I can start actually auditioning. Yeah. That's, that was my thought in my head. Like when I actually am a size eight, six or eight, that is where I d- will audition. And then that never happened. Like, <laughs> like, I I did my roles and then I had to get a real job and then I said I can't do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now you know what I mean it's like it was yeah. so mentally draining mm-hmm. the whole thing because when you're not naturally slender and you're not naturally like that fat person that they they want to see the like mm-hmm that certain fat type that they only see one type of <laughs> it's very it's like just like you said where do ooh, what do I do with you it's like yeah that was that was it back in my day it was like okay like there's nothing it's like that's why me. I had to be the good fatty for so long because I wanted to get cast in shows and guess what it really messed me up because mm-hmm. then it made me like not care about myself as a whole because I was just striving for like this one unattainable goal that never happened. <laughs> when it's also like it takes away from like that makes me really sad because it's like it takes away from like the actual acting part of it. Like the actual yeah why we get into this art and and yeah it's just it's, uh, it's so but let me but let me tell you the positive side to this. Yes. The positive side for 
from where I sitting now at 41. I'm going to say my age all the time, everyone. Because mm-hmm. um, doesn't she look fabulous? <laughs> she does not look 41 at all. Um, it's the – now I understand that I have to step into this body and I have to step into this person that I really am because these stories, like you said, that we need our stories told. Because guess what? We have more fucking stories because mm-hmm. we deal with all this oppression all the time. Mm-hmm, like we mm-hmm. have so many stories to tell that other people are like dying to hear. There's so many, you know, it's kind of funny as I see my Trixie Cosmetics picture here. I love <laughs> and I love Trixie and Katya and I love all RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm just, a, I love drag queens because it's like, I understand that when they put that drag on, they're they're doing what they like love and they feel like themselves. I kind of feel like, oh my God, where was I going with this? I kind of feel like there's so many fat girls that love drag queens mm-hmm. <laughs> and love all this stuff. You know how many stories we all have? You yeah. don't have to be a performer. I'll tell the story for you. Me and Gia will tell the stories. Like, we'll, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's, we're here to perform and do these pieces. Like, I'm writing, we're both trying to write shows. And it's going to be about our, about this stuff because mm-hmm. we need experiences told out loud. And, well, and maybe even, that will start helping. It's even so hard because I've found myself telling myself like as I'm – because yeah, like as I'm trying to like write a one-woman show and whatnot, being like whenever I see another fat girl like doing something close to it, I'm like, oh, she beat me to it. Like there's no yes. space for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's no room. There's only room for one of us, Right. And then I'm like, how fucked is that thinking when how many, how many white dudes are out there Uh, telling stories? (laughs) And they've got nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. They're boring. But um, some of them are pretty, but you know, whatever. Um, But it's like, that's my, that's my skewed mindset is like, oh, well, there's only room for one of us. So I better be the first fat girl to get there. Otherwise I miss the boat. Literally think the same exact way. And it's such a skew because you're right. We're all different and we all... Have different, yeah. I but wanna, we've been so siloed into like the fat girl, the best friend, the, the you know the sidekick. I'm telling you, it's gonna take a dismantling of the yes. entire system. And I'm gonna say my thing, Christine. You know what I'm about to say for anyone who watches Game of Thrones and knows our queen mother of dragons, Daenerys Targaryen, and the line when she says, "I don't want to be a part of the wheel. I want to break it." That's that's me. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do to the entire mutant. Well, really, the entire entertainment industry. Yes, I want to break the wheel. I don't yeah. even. I don't want to find my space as a fat girl. I want to dismantle it and be a part of that rebuilding where we're telling more inclusive stories and have more bodies. And it's just, yeah, yeah, break the wheel. And I feel like it sounds more badass if you say it with a British accent, but you can say it however you want. <laughs> say I break the break. wheel with a British accent? Yeah. I don't want to be a part of the wheel. I want to break it. I don't want to be a part of the wheel. I want to break it. That's an right. MFA accent. Ooh, I'm not ooh, great. Ooh. I'm not great ooh. at it. She took them voice classes. She said, I have dialect. There it is. Your tuition was not for waste, for not. Oh, okay. I'll be paying it till, like, I'll be in my grave. <laughs> Bury me with my degree that I never paid for. (laughs) (laughs) 
I went to school for musical theater and all I got was anxiety. <laughs> all I got was anxiety and the not wanting to go to auditions. So why did I go to theater school? It's valid. It's valid. It's true. We huh. could. I feel like we could go on and yes. on. Do you have anything? Yes. Okay. No, I know. You're right. I feel it's just something I feel like it's going to continue to come up and I feel like we could go on and on about this one topic because it's such a multifaceted little, little fucker. Um, but we're going to talk about it more. We're definitely going to talk about it more. No, we will. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is a good place to, this to end, end off for the day, day to tell people to just be fat and fabulous. Just be fat, fabulous, and do your own show. Yeah, right here and right in your own write place. Your, write your own shit. Just do, do your, your own, own shit. thing. Do your own shit and just be that be main character. Literally, in your life. <laughs> be so fat that they can't ignore you. Literally, when you're fat, you take up space, right? So just take up so much space they can't ignore you. I feel like the theme of this is that, like, the movement. The theme is taking up space. Yeah, like. Which is so funny because people say that all the time, right? Like, don't be afraid to take up space. And yet, we don't want but, fat people to take up space. Not literally. We don't want fat people to literally take up space. No. But we should. Well, guess what? We're going to. We're going to. So. Uh-huh. Well, we're yes, going to keep talking is. about it. And we're going to keep doing shows about it. So. There it is. All right. Okay. We'll, well see everybody. Next, next time. time. Yeah. Ne- Let's both sing it. Next, Next time. time. We're going to work on it. We're going to workshop it. it. We're going to workshop <laughs> it. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>